What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Happy Couple Podcast, episode 12. And yeah, how are we doing, Ashley? I'm doing good. I had the day off. Spent the day with Bo. We just relaxed. He ran around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I sat around because I feel like I was going to puke. But it was a good day. Relaxed, played. Just another day. <laughs> another mom. Just another day. Yep, another day of being a mom. But I love Just it. another day. <laughs> yep. Growing another baby. So I looked it up today. The fruit size would be like a peach. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think? Like there's like a baby in me. And it's like the size of a peach right now. Yeah. And then by I the mean. end, it'll be like the size of a watermelon. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Uh, <laughs> Isn't that weird? I don't know. I guess I don't really think of it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I guess... Well, I look it up, obviously, because it's um, like, I want to know how big my baby is. Right. Yeah, no, I guess I don't really ever think about it in that way. Like uh-huh. in, that, in that sense, I guess, I don't really think about it. Um, It's more or less just more like... Like, I just think of, like... Oh, we're having another one. <laughs> we're having a second one. Um, yeah, it's a little different experience for both of us because I'm the one that's growing it. Right. I mean, I'm not in that instance. I'm not doing um, it really. Yeah, my, you're just my job is done. <laughs> I did. You I did, did your job. job. I did my job. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, worry about that. Luckily. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, luckily for you. <laughs> so I have, before we get into kind of what we were going to talk about, I have two things that I was going to ask you and see. Um, so first one being, um, what are the, th- like, what are some things that now, not just being a mom of one now, soon to be a mom of two, what are like your biggest Worries and concerns. With having another one? Uh, No, just like, not necessarily just with having another one. I mean, yeah, that too. But like, what are your biggest concerns about like raising both of them? And like, all that. Like, what are your... In the beginning, I'm worried about Bo being jealous, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like, with the society today, I'm worried about them going out into the world. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like every parent has that fear. It's yeah, we're, but we're in a weird time. Uh huh. Right Everything's just getting. We're in a very weird. weird time where, like, a lot of people, like, I don't want them to get entitled to things, brainwashed, and like brainwashed into things. I want them to know how to form their own opinions. Like, I, I don't need who they them. Are. Right, I don't need them to share all my opinions. Mm-hmm. I just no, need them themselves. to be themselves and form their own opinions, and not just like follow the crowd mm-hmm. and i feel like right now that's all people and you gotta do. be careful what you say well not just that i mean <clears throat> really the thing that's annoying is you can't like <clears throat> you can't be like in the middle of anything you you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like if you have an opinion on one thing it like it means you have to agree with all of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. which is dumb like and i'm not i'm not saying we get political or anything like that but i'm just saying like that's the easiest example to use is like 
there is no just like I agree with some people some things these people say I agree with some things these people say it's if you agree with you know one side you have to agree with everything of their side you know what I mean uh-huh. like and people fall into that trap they only watch one kind of news and they only get one bit of information and that's all and they're just like okay well this is, I have to believe this yep and that's why like the voting system's all messed up because I think people just, a lot of people just vote based on, oh, well, this is what I've always done. So I don't know nothing about this person, but this is how, this is the way I, you know what I mean? This Mm -hmm. is the side I agree with, so I have to vote for him. But it's like, but you don't know? Like, (laughs) you should know a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But so like. Well, you should know not to vote for Biden again. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I feel like everybody Um, knows that. I feel like (laughs) if they voted for them once today, don't vote for him again. Right. Society today. The thing I'm like concerned about is just. I feel like because of how entitled people are and how like. Just how people are now. I'm just concerned with like how that's going to affect them mm-hmm. as they grow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like I said, we live in a really weird time and you can't even pinpoint like just like a younger generation or an older generation or any of that because it's like everybody. Yeah. You know, I deal with a lot of people at work and I was just telling you today that, you know, I mean, it's not hard to be friendly or at least you know, minorly friend, like just somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have manners. But we get people all the time with no manners. You know, we had a dude, you know, obviously we're going to people's houses and he opens up the door and says n- nothing. <laughs> he, he, we knock, we wait a few seconds and he comes to the door and he opens it and then he just stares at us. And we're like, Oh my goodness. We got like a centipede farm <laughs> over here. What the hell? Oh, family. What the hell? Let me kill this There's thing. There's two of them. Where'd it go? Uh, it's somewhere. <laughs> I still remember that one time with a spider. <laughs> with John and you. Your John was like, hey, Ashley, watch this. And there was like a little, little bit of spider, like a little spider on the wall. And I'm cautious like, Jacob, with spiders. Come kill the spider, and, and you're like so scared. I was not scared. You're like, that's a jumping spider, okay, so I, guys. I have, to, I have to get that thing right because it's gonna jump. <laughs> I know. I've had it jump on me before. <laughs> it was just so funny. I've had spiders jump so on nervous. me before. And you're like, it's a jumping one, guys. Okay, well, I'll know that <laughs> if we ever have a snake. I'll no, be like, that's totally get- different. No, it's not. A tiny spider. A phobia is a phobia. A tiny spider. You don't like spiders, you don't like snakes. Okay, a tiny snake. It's <laughs> the same thing. You don't like snakes, I don't like spiders. Oh, God. The same thing. <laughs> I guess. I've killed those spiders oh. before, and they jump at you. Snakes are so cool. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're telling me right now, you see a spider, and you just see it. Yeah. And then it jumps at you. <laughs> You're not that. freaking out? <laughs> yeah, You're so. going to be just fine. Oh, oh oops. Little spider. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Where were we? 
Where were we before we got interrupted we by the centipede? We were talking about like manners and stuff again. Yeah, just making sure that like we're able to instill enough manners into them, where even when they go out into the world, like like I can be friendly with the rudest of people and just uh-huh. be like, all right, well, you know, have a great day. And I can't tell you the amount of people. I would bet that I deal with more people that when I say have a great rest of your day or have a great weekend or whatever I say, something, have a good whatever, that I deal with more people that just say, yep, sure, mm-hmm. or nothing yep. than people who say, oh, yeah, thank you, you too. Like, And it's just easy yeah. to say. Yeah. You know, people, it's just, yeah, I just don't like. Yeah, when I worked in a restaurant for a year. Oh, my God. I never want to work in a restaurant again. People were so rude. No. Like, you ask them, would you like a refill? They don't respond to you. They just move their cup a little bit. Yeah. It's entitlement. Everybody's entitled. Wow. And I bring it back. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Because because here's the thing is people now, especially with service people. So you're talking people that are checking them out at a gas station or people that are checking them out at a grocery store Mm -hmm. or people that are waiters or waitresses or anybody like that to to people now that's your job so do your job i know i don't have to like you you're, you have to do it anyway so you don't have any manners to but say, it's like thank you please like yeah that's all it takes. and the thing is is that's and like i said you can't even like point at like oh it's all people at, around this age like it's just everybody now. yeah it's just everybody it's just everybody it's now. everybody and it's sad yeah, sad it is and so that worries me a little bit is because like we can do everything in our power here at home to make sure that they know mm-hmm. how to be respectful towards people and you know even when people aren't respectful towards you you try and still be respectful all that stuff so you know hopefully now granted i think it'll get better mm-hmm. i think things are going to change you know just like they changed into this um I think, I mean, you look at it, I think social media is a big reason why. Um, I think, I mean, there's a lot of different things that attribute to it, but I just don't get, I really, I don't get it how this many people are like this bad Mm -hmm. of like, not necessarily bad people, but like not well-mannered, not. You know, just very entitled, very um, trying to think of different words to use. Um, But you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that concerns me a little bit. Obviously, the financial aspect is concerning, especially right now with everything being as expensive as it is. You know, this is one of the times in a long time that things have been this expensive Mm -hmm. so like even with wages being higher than in a a lot of places well the reason they're going higher is because everything's getting higher yeah partially partially yeah i mean it's it's a gradual thing like wages are gonna go up Mm -hmm. but like wages aren't going up as fast as everything the prices yes of things and so it's like you know oh great yay I, i get a raise but like all that's doing is taking pressure off like it's not mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not oh yeah i got a raise we're going to be able to save more money do all no. this like no it's just it's just easing <laughs> pressure a little yeah. bit it's like oh yeah i get to make a you know a little, a little bit, bit of extra more. money um and that's the thing too is like we live in this culture of tipping now you know you get the little things they flip the, the tablet mm-hmm. over at you to tip and whatnot 
I probably max out at 20 bucks a week tips. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, nobody. And I get it. It's hard times right now. But, like, to me, like, I know I ain't got it. But I'm still going to tip. Mm-hmm. Like, for a service like that. So, like, that's been super frustrating, too, is, like, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You're, there's no gratitude at all. I feel like a lot Because there's people... times I don't even get a thank you. Oh, yeah. So, if you don't tip, at least give me a thank you. At least be nice. Mm-hmm. Just be kind. You know what I mean? But, like, to be rude the whole time we're there and no tip, it's like, all right, well, like, Yeah, it's I like, guess. okay. Bye. So like it, it's that you know you want that faith in humanity. It's just hard to have that right now. Um, but yeah, like the financial aspect worries me a little bit, just because it's you know, hopefully prices will start to level out a little bit and some things will go down because it's it's pretty crazy what mm-hmm. where, where prices are at right now and oh, yeah. and where all that kind of stuff's at. You know, credit card debt in America is at an all time high. Mm-hmm. Um, because people don't have the money, but they need to eat. They need to do something. Mm-hmm. And credit cards are way too accessible. So they're like, all right, well, I guess, yep. you know, just load it up on a credit card. and We'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how a lot of families get, you know, in a really, really bad spots. Um, so like that worries me a little bit. What are some of your other worries about like prepare, like knowing you have to prepare to people? the world a bunch of weirdos out in the world (laughs) like pedophiles yeah yeah i mean that's that's, scary that's fearful for all parents there's always that fear of like the crazy people yeah yeah i'm scared about that yeah i know there was a movie recently i haven't seen it yet uh there's a movie recently that came out that was about that and everybody who saw it's like i'm like afraid to go to the bathroom now (laughs) like or i'm afraid to do this yeah um because it's one of those things that people don't realize. like, And that's something that I really want to instill is like a very like nuanced perspective of life to them. Like mm-hmm. I want you to, if you hear something from somebody, I want you to use the resources we have that everybody has mm-hmm. to like check it out for yourself. Don't just agree with people right away. You know what I mean? Okay. Like not be a disagreeable person. But I'm saying like if someone comes to you with some fact or something or you see something on TV or you read something on the internet, something like, I want to make sure that they know like, check that out. Because if you're a headline reader, mm-hmm. you know, and you just read a headline, you're you're not going to have a lot no. of information. Because headlines are just meant to grab you. So you're going to think something is way different than it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like teaching them that... Um, is something I really want to do. Um, and just making sure that they're like aware of like taking care of themselves in every asset. So like physically and mentally mm-hmm. and like teaching them that and teaching them to, you know, show emotion and, and know how to like manage it. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want them to learn how to lose early because mm-hmm. you learn more from losing than you do winning okay yeah. like you don't like that's the thing that annoys the crap out of me is it's starting to go away now but like a lot of parents and a lot of like even sports leagues now and other things it's just like oh well you tried 
this and that. like yeah you know you want to preach that but like you know in some you don't even keep score you don't win or lose everybody gets a trophy all that like that's not teaching, teaching them. them anything because that's not going to happen well, it's because kids they're going to hit eighteen. It. They're going to hit nineteen. But that's the thing is, that's it's what you o- need to show them. Like, it's, hey, okay it's okay to, to cry. Lose. Like, it's okay. It, it sucks. You mm-hmm. know, I get it. Because eventually, it's not going to be. Eventually, they're not going to cry. And eventually, what they're going to do is they're going to learn. Okay, I got to maybe try I got to try harder. Maybe I got to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily try harder. Okay, you tried harder, but maybe we just got to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Because every time you lose, you get a little better. And every time, you know, because then you go to practice and you, you're pissed because you just lost and yep. you want to really work and try and get better. You want to even come home and figure some things out and try and get better. Like, that's what I want to try and instill in them. Yeah. Um. Mainly because I didn't have that. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's what well, those are some of the things, too, is like, I don't want to... One thing I'm worried about is I don't want to, like, force my beliefs onto them. And I don't want to, like, I want to instill my, um, I want to instill my beliefs and show, like, this is, you know, what I stand for, all that stuff. But I also want them to know that they have freedom to disagree with me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I also don't want to fall into that trap that I think a lot of parents do. And I don't want to try and live through my kids. Okay. You can't live through your kids. You know, I wish I would have done this and this and I wish I would have played this and done all that. But like, I can't force Bo to do it. No. You know, if he wants to do it, great. Because it's you all know? in his brain. But like, when he's young, yeah, I'm going to sign him up for every sport. Let's see what he loves. Mm-hmm. You know, sign him up for all this stuff. Let's see what he loves and let him pick. And then when he picks something, great. But like... I don't want to be like, no, 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 you're going to play this. Trust me, trust me. You're going to, you know what <laughs> I mean? Basketball, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, not I don't want to be like that because, you know, I hate when I see that where you can tell it's them. like, well, not even just pressuring them because you want to you apply a little pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get the pressuring them a little bit well, you have in, a, to, in a certain way. Because then the kids be like, no, right. I don't want to do but it. But my thing is, is you don't want to try and live your dreams through your kids you Mm -hmm. don't want to you don't want to try and relive your life through your kids and like force them to do things force them to act a certain way do a certain thing and do all that because i think a lot some not a lot well it depends right Mm -hmm. but i think parents do that a lot unintentionally i don't think yeah i think sometimes it's intentionally but i think a lot of times it's unintentionally Mm -hmm. that they're doing certain things um just like the whole idea of like you know you see a lot of times um where when someone has a kid and they when they were young didn't get a lot of presents or whatever they buy their kid everything mm-hmm. and it's like oh i didn't have this as a kid yeah but like you don't have to buy them something every time you go to the you store don't, you, you gotta live within your means still yeah like if you ain't got it you ain't got it mm-hmm. like don't put yourself in debt because you want to think you're being cool mm-hmm. because you know what i mean like you, you got to avoid that trap. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't have this, so I'm going to make sure he has it. Yeah. Certain things, yeah, that's great. Try and do that. But, like, you also, like, don't bankrupt yourself because you're like, I got, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so it's like that weird thing. Like, try not to fall into that trap either. Um, but, yeah, and then one other thing, and this is not on the topic of kids. I'm just interested on your thoughts on this. Um, it's starting to become more of a thing. We've kind of talked about it. I've kind of said that it's something that, in, you know, it interests me a little bit. The more I do research on it, the more I listen to podcasts on it from like experts and stuff. 
do you think you would ever, if it became a legal way of dealing with like mental health and all that stuff and it became a legal way, do you ever think you would do like a psychedelic um, therapy session type thing? No. I've already told you this. I you wouldn't. would never do it? Why? I wouldn't. I don't want to. Can't. Uh, but I'm just curious as to why. What is, um, what is, what is it? Because cause I think anybody I like that hears it, anybody that hears it, psychedelic drug, whatever they hear, LSD, they yeah. hear, you know, whatever they hear, they think of it as like a drug like heroin or something. Yeah. And that's not what it is. And just like like one person pointed it out, and one of this podcast is like, if you go back and you look at when it like was first introduced into like our society, you know, because like down in South America, that's all they use. That is their medicine mm-hmm. for the most part. Like when it comes to that kind of stuff, they have rituals like that all the time. They're just all doing that all the time. Okay. Um, and in a bunch of other like countries like that. But um, what he pointed out is when you look when that kind of hit the scene and when people started doing that more was right around the time when there was like an anti-war effort going on and our government wanted to go to war, but nobody wanted to go to war because everybody, because when you do those kind of things, you're, ha- you're happier, mm-hmm. you know, you're, yeah. you're in this state of, you know, whatever, glee. Mm-hmm. And so when people get like that and they don't want to go to war, okay, but we need to go to war. So how do we, all right, make these illegal. Get rid of them. Because <laughs> if you think about it, alcohol was illegal at one point. Mm-hmm. Weed is almost completely legal in a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been illegal for how long? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And if anything, you can make a better argument for weed and for some of these. And I don't even smoke weed. But you could say these are better than alcohol. Because I don't even drink alcohol. Right. But if you do. like. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you one thing. If I got to work with somebody or like I got to be around somebody a ton, I think I'd rather be around a stoner than an alcoholic. Yeah, for sure. Someone that's drunk all the time versus someone who gets stoned. Mm -hmm. Different. It's different. Mm -hmm. But the reason I say like I feel like there's just that stigma there that would stop you from doing it. I I feel like. I I wouldn't. Like... I don't know but what, what it your... is. I feel like it's because I'm a mom and I don't need any of that stuff. Like I'm trying to be. So like so let me ask you this. So you're full... saying so, but you're saying you don't need any of it because you're a mom. But don't you think you owe it to your kids to fully look into any traumas you have, any anxiety <laughs> that you have? I don't feel like going down that, that road. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is nobody feels like it. But this is a good way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think you're I, talking I wouldn't to a do bunch it. Of, there's been a bunch of people who have done it. I wouldn't want to have like a breakdown or something. Right. But you have a bunch of people that have done it. Mm-hmm. That All I'm saying <clears> is I wouldn't do it. I know see, your I point of view. I would do it. But, like, but, but when you're freaking out, no, I'll no, be no, sitting but, there calm like, it's just okay, babe. But you're it's not okay. But no, but you're not understanding. You're acting like I'm telling you we're just gonna take it at home. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. This is you go in to a doctor's office to like a psychologist's office who administers it. Yeah, I still win, in a slow, you know, way. They figure out the correct dosage for people, and they administer it in a certain way, and then you s- slowly, you know have a psychedelic experience Mm -hmm. and what a bunch of people have said you got people who have said 
sense. I don't even feel my symptoms of depression anymore. I was able to work through a lot of my anxieties. I've been a happier person since. You have people who um, have even said, like, I was very conceited. I was very... Okay, how about we do this? How about when it does come, you try it first. Oh, I will. tell me how you feel. Oh, I will. I will. And we'll see. I will. If all your depression is gone, anxiety, but, but listen, okay, but then we'll not, talk. It's not even just that, though. People have said, you. there's been people who said, I realized, it helped me realize how entitled I was, how conceited I was, how selfish I was. There was one person who said, I came home afterwards and literally bawled my eyes out and apologized because I realized how bad of a parent I actually mm-hmm. was. Went home to his kids. His kids were all like, I think he said over 12 and older. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I couldn't believe the things that I was doing to my kids without even realizing it. But this helped you realize it. I feel like every Now granted, it's not for everybody, right? Because, but I think for you it would be fine. But I think for some (laughs) people it wouldn't be because um, you have to like, I feel like you have to know like who you fighting. are and like what you're doing because I think some people already are like fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already like, they don't have a great grasp of like reality. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> if you give them a psychedelic experience and now they're like out of reality, they might not come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know. Yeah, but like, that's my thing too, is I'm not saying that we're just going to get like, mushrooms or something <laughs> come home and get <laughs> fucked up oh like i'm not saying that that's not what i'm saying at all but what i'm saying is there are they're starting to figure out that it's a really good therapeutic thing and that it's really helping people it's helped people who are on medications for years no longer have to take those medications like it's it can be a really good thing so like that doesn't intrigue you at all for people who are, especially because you are an anxious person, whether you think you're not or you are, you're an Jacob, anxious person. Jacob, what are you talking about? No, you're an anxious person. <laughs> Just a little. So <laughs> if you were able to go through this and realize, like, let's say it helped you realize that, like, you know, it just, just gave you go. like a freeing feeling. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people say. Like you get this like freeing okay. feeling from So it. this is what I'll say. You're telling me that doesn't you... interest you at all. You do it first when it comes, and then you tell so no, me all about it. You so tell no, me all I'm, about it this, once you take it, okay? This is what and I'm asking you. And then if you're you feeling great, but this is we'll, what I, we'll think about so let's me. Say, so let's say it's out, right? Yeah. Let's say it's out. You can go do it. It's perfectly legal. It's perfectly safe. And I do it, and let's say a bunch of people do it. Like, it's, okay. it's millions so of people, people have done it. people are doing it. Right, so millions of people have done it's it It's never going to happen. They don't want everybody's anxiety and to go away. They want people well, to it's have not this. That it go. it's not that it just goes away. Like, you're still always going to be... Like, uh-huh, you're, there's going to be something that makes you anxious or something. That make, but it's like the chronic of it. The, you know what I mean? Like, being... Childhood trauma. Right, and dealing with some of your childhood trauma. Like, stuff... There's been some people who thought... They were like, I had went to therapy, and I thought I moved past it, and then I went through this experience and, like, actually moved past it. Like, because it came to me again, and I'm like, wait a minute, I worked through this. Oh, but did I? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just different. But, like, you're telling me that if... Let's say they're, like, 95% of people... You don't even like taking, like, pills or anything. Like, you don't do any of that stuff. 
So how the hell are you going to take this? <laughs> Not taking an anti-anxiety medicine. Yeah. Like or you don't, is not the same. And you thing. barely take Tylenol or anything like right, that. Right. But that's not the same thing. I know all that painkillers and all that kind of stuff is not the same thing. And first off, a painkiller is addictive as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's, that's not the same thing. If anything, you should say you won't even smoke weed, but you'll do this. Um, that makes sense. Okay. So you won't even smoke weed, but it's a different experience. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You Would don't you do get the same thing out of it. That's basically what a psychedelic yeah. is. In yeah. some, well, certain psychedelics. Yeah, it's just I wouldn't just types. do them, no. But in an environment like that, that's like safe like that. Yeah, and it's I don't, I don't it's know. monitored and it's you know a, a certain dosage. Because that's the issue. If you just go do mushrooms or you go do some type of psychedelic by yourself... You don't know. I feel like I'd have a panic attack. You don't know how much to take. You don't know how no. anything, no. right? That's why in this in this way, in a therapy way, they know how to dose people. Okay, right now for me, it's a no. But what I'm saying is, is if it, let's say it comes out and it's become super effective and maybe two, three people that you know have tried it and you even and they can recommend see... It? Tr- like you can even see change, change in them. Okay, right? Then maybe, then maybe. Would you consider? Would you be like? Then oh, I'd maybe, maybe consider I gotta, it. Maybe I gotta are, do this. Like if I know people that are taking it and they're like, it helped. Maybe it's not. Do you think you getting prescribed it? No, I know what, what you're you- trying to tell me. Oh, okay. Because you keep saying like taking it. Like no, it's it's like a one time thing, and you can yeah. go a second time if you want. But like it's just like you go in, you do it, yeah. you're done. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I. Like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I would. I'm do just that. telling you, it's a no for me right now. <laughs> I don't need any of that shit. I'm good. <laughs> I think you do, though. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> I, th- I think it would do some good. Okay. That's what I think. Why are you peer pressuring me? I'm not peer pressuring you. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. I think but it right would now, help. Knowing you. Okay. What are you trying to say? I got a I lot of problems? You. I know you. You trying to tell me you have a lot of problems? No. <laughs> what I think it could do is because some people have even said it like, you know, help me realize like that I need to open up more. All kinds of stuff. Like all kinds of people say it. it's helped them communicate better. All kinds of things. What are you trying to say? That I need to open up more? There, there, there could be some communication <laughs> A little better communication oh, okay. from both ends. I'm not just saying you from from me too. You know, uh-huh. we communicate on the good on the main stuff on uh-huh. like certain things, but there's certain things that I feel like we could definitely do mm-hmm. better. Which you know, it will happen eventually. We're we're you know our relationship over two years, a little over two years in, mm-hmm. and, you know, almost a year of marriage. So it's like that's still gonna grow, mm-hmm. and that's still gotta gotta happen, and we gotta let that happen naturally. But there's there's been times where we're you know. Maybe you've tried to talk to me about something or I've tried to talk to you about something that we're not. Oh, I guess kind of like. We're not seeing eye to eye. We're not communicating uh-huh. in the right way. Um, I think sometimes, too, I can be a little too, like, brash, a little too just, like, nonchalant mm-hmm. as far as, you know, just being, like, honest or truthful and mm-hmm. like just kind of saying it and just being whatever about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
maybe not fully understanding why you get upset about something just because like I'm just like well what did you want did you want me to lie or did you want me to just say what I think about it you know what I mean well that's what we're talking about (laughs) well right but that's what I mean is like you know I think sometimes yeah I can just be a little too too blunt blunt as far as just being honest and being you know but to me, that's that's how I communicate. I feel like, why well, I don't need to beat around the bush for twenty minutes. I might as well, we might as well just get the truth out there, or get mm-hmm. you know whatever out there, and then let's let's work through it. You know what I mean? I get that. Am I am I wrong there? No. Do you think? Or that because like that's because like I get like that's how I can be. Just like mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when a situation maybe is getting a little hairy, maybe we're you know, mm-hmm. getting a little irritated is you just shut down right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get that because I used to be the same way. But like to me is like, OK, if you, but let's if we don't do it now and you shut down, then we got to do it later. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're probably going to we might get through a little bit more, but then you might shut oh, down yeah. again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm always like, let's just do it now. Let's just keep <laughs> going. Like might as well just be pissed or get Gotta upset do. right now and work through it then. Yeah, that's hard sometimes. You know, deal with it later again uh-huh. and again and mm-hmm. again and again, you know. Um, but yeah, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about too on this episode, right? Yeah, I feel like um, I wanted to ask you this. What's some things that you want to do different with the next child? Now that we some had some experience. that I want to do different. Like that we know now. Um, That we're going to be doing different, obviously. Yeah, I mean... I would say, like, overall the hospital's experience was great, but I think just making sure we vocalize, like, you know, if we're ready to go home, like, oh, yeah. can we go home? Mm-hmm. You know, like, just being more vocal that way, With asking like a little bit more questions there. Like, no, would, would, um, would Bo get the circumcision? Yeah. We're and, not waiting all day. And then they wanted to, like, they, yeah, they wanted him to pee before he left. And then, but then at 8 o'clock at night, they tell us, but then apparently, oh, never mind. You can just go home. Tell then, us well, they were like, oh, well, he could have, yeah, he could have went, you guys still could have went home. Like, after the shift change. Oh, you guys oh, still could have went home. Oh, my God. And then remember when they made what? us come in the next morning? Yeah, because of lactation, and I knew that. But they they scheduled it wrong. Yeah, I knew that was hokey. I think we should. So we left at eight o'clock at night. We didn't get home until like eight forty, eight forty-five, and then the next morning they want us at nine o'clock in the morning. Okay, we come in because it was a lactation. Yeah, so it was like less than twelve-hour turnaround. She wanted to talk to us. She didn't want us there that day. Well, she wasn't even there. No, she wanted us there the next day. Right. It was two days after. Yeah. And then um, they're like. Yeah, she's not here, and I was I I gave attitude. I was, I was in pain. I was like, well, so, my ass yeah. woke up. I didn't sleep all night, and I'm getting back into this car with a C-section. I'm in pain, and you made me come all the way over here again. Yeah, and it's a 35, 40 minute drive. I wouldn't <laughs> like, say I gave attitude, but like you had went to the bathroom. But I apologized to the nurses. I was yeah. like, I didn't mean to give attitude in the beginning. They're like, we get it. They're no, like, you had went we to the bathroom, and I said, get it. And they said, so when did you guys leave? And I said, we literally left last at, night. like last night at like eight o'clock, and we knew this seemed a little weird that we were coming back the next day. And I was like, and this is frustrating. I said, we're we don't live close to here. No, I said so. This was this was a hassle. 
I was like, I'm here. not coming back. I was like, so you better weigh my baby. And that's <laughs> what I said. I said, we better figure something out now. Yeah. Because I'm not coming back again No, in I'm two not days. coming back like, tomorrow. I'm just not doing it. No. So, yeah, just some of that stuff um, I'd like to do a little different. Um, I mean, overall, I don't think we did that many things that I would change, you know. Um, I would think... You know, having a bassinet right away. Yes, that's what I was We didn't say. have a bassinet like right away the last time. And yeah, we're going to have that bassinet right in the beginning. Being a we little bit more structured with it. Yeah, maybe around a month and a half. Yeah. Um, I would say being a little bit more structured with everything about just like, um, you know, having things more planned out and like figuring out, you know, how we're going to, how we want to do things day to day and all that kind of stuff. Um. And like how we're going to handle, you know, who's taking care of Bo while Mm -hmm. someone's taking care of the baby and vice versa. And like what, how we're going to go back and forth. Yeah. How we're going to go back and forth in a good way to where Bo's still getting attention, the same amount of attention. It's just going to be from one of us at a time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To where like, okay, you're dealing with the baby right now. I'm with Bo. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to deal with Bo right now, I'll deal with the baby. You know, and just finding that balance. But obviously, that's not anything you're doing different. No. That's just... That's a change. You know, but like being more, being more vocal because I think that's one of the things where like it wasn't like you had a hard time like communicating with me about like your needs as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it's like, what do you, what do you need from me? What do you want from me? Like... And I yeah. get it. You don't really like to ask for help or whatever, but it's like, or you feel like you're nagging or bitching or whatever you're, whatever you feel. I don't, I don't know. I'm not you, but like, just ask, like, that's what I'm mm-hmm. here. You know, that's why I'm here. Um, so just making sure we're communicating that. Um, yeah. Um, what about you? I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. Um, well, this time, because I remember we didn't, we couldn't really swaddle Bo really good. So we have those swaddles now. So now we have those. If this yeah, baby likes doing to those, be it, Yeah, trying those right away not. and seeing if those Yeah, help. those love yeah. dream yep. swaddles. Oh, my God. I love those. <laughs> well, yeah, because that really helped Bo right away. Yeah, because like then he instantly. wasn't smacking himself anymore. Yeah. He wasn't scratching himself. That helped him get at least a little bit of sleep. Yeah. But then he went through that little sleeper session at four months. That's when it was like. Oh, you can't be up every half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, so you try at least trying those earlier. Yes. Um, and seeing how those work. Um, and the whole breastfeeding thing, I don't think we're doing it this time. I think we're just going to go right to formula. I feel like that might help my stress because that was a lot yeah, of stress so, in the beginning. Well, right. Trying so, to learn how to do that and teaching the baby because it's new to me and well, the there's baby. That, well, there's that. And there's the fact that obviously if the baby needs to eat, it's got to be from you. Yeah. Because you weren't, it's not like you produced an insane amount to where, okay, we have plenty of Uh buildup. We didn't have enough buildup. We needed to make sure we had enough buildup for For when you were gone. You know what I mean? Uh So like you didn't have enough buildup to do like the nightly feedings and all that. So like it was kind of all on you. Uh And, you know, so like, sure, I could get up or I could try and 
lay out in the living room with them and 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 he was always attached keep him entertained, to the but it was you know only maybe an hour and a half two hours and then he was up and and sometimes i don't think he was hungry i think he just wanted to suck in my boob just to comfort yeah i whatever it was but like it was it that yeah it was a lot because obviously i could you know I can only do so much. I could basically just bring them to you. It's, I know. The most that I could do. So there there wasn't like big stretches and long stretches where you were actually able to sleep and get like good So like one rest. thing I mentioned to you a little bit ago um, about like maybe when, uh, one day that you're off, you would take the baby that night and I would sleep. And then mm-hmm. the next night you'll sleep and then I'll let you just go by yourself sometimes if i'm like really su- sleep deprived like i was last time i'm gonna I just do think, it i i think honestly formula is gonna be i think honestly like yeah of course but like i think honestly if we're doing <coughs> excuse me if we're doing formula um it's it's gonna be a lot easier for you to get sleep mm-hmm, i think so too because at any point it's not just like because I don't mind you waking me up. If we're both in bed, the baby was just asleep, and mm-hmm. the baby wakes up, I have no issue you being like, hey, can you mm-hmm. go feed him or her? Go, but can I you feel go like feed him? I can't sleep in the same room as you and the baby because I'll just get well, up no, instantly no, no. But, because it's so just in my but, brain. So, but that's what I mean is like... So like we're going to have to sleep we, separate some nights like, well, but, if I'm like sleep deprived again. But my like what I'm... What, what I'm saying uh-huh. is, is if we're if the baby has been asleep for a little while and we lay down and I get up, mm-hmm. I'm going in the other room. Yeah, I'm not staying in the bedroom. Yeah, there's no there's no need for that. Mm-hmm. And I'll feed him or her out there, and I you know we'll get a bassinet that's on wheels because yep. I'll just wheel the bassinet out. Yep. out there, lay him down, and if they're you know being fussy and not being able to sleep, well I'll be out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, I think, I think it's gonna be so different. And like I said, is if if they're getting up constantly, I feel like we know what we're expecting. This the time ability again. to I was not expecting that last time. But, I feel like I know what I am right going but into like, now. Also, yeah, we have the experience now, but also the fact that you know if we're not breastfeeding, that I can get up. Uh huh. You can f- help. It's not just me. Get, like if I did get up, yeah, it's you, like I, I uh-huh. all I can do is grab them i know and then here you go like he's hungry uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know that's the best yeah, i could I'm do still so getting it's like up and doing it. so like either way you had to get up yeah. every time whereas yep. this time around the most you got to get up is just because you heard him uh-huh. and then it's like oh okay like he's got it i'm going to bed mm-hmm. so i just like, wish i would have produced more yeah that would have obviously been that helpful but like you lot. can't control that no i can't um that's not something you can control um i don't i wonder if your sleep had something to do with that it could have. Um, I don't know. Because, like, I would assume... And I was s- trying, like, to eat those cookies, lactation cookies. Like, I was trying to do a bunch of stuff, but... Yeah, I mean... It just wasn't... Pre- I, I produced milk, but it wasn't a lot. Like, I yeah. couldn't pump a lot. So, it's like, how am I supposed to make bottles so somebody else can feed them? Right. So, they, that, like I said, that was the stressful part. That's when it became a little bit of an issue. And then it's hard because I don't know if he's getting enough. I don't know if he's getting too much. Because right. you don't know. Right. Um. Yeah, so that'll be obviously different this time around. Um, and then when people will tell me, maybe he's hungry. And I'm like, he's not hungry. He just ate. And then I tried to feed him again, and then he's puking it all up. He's not hungry, people. He's just cranky. <laughs> like, I hated that. Yeah. I'm. 
I'm going to use this opportunity because you just said that. And I'm not singling anybody out because everybody's done it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, like you're putting with all, all this due pressure respect, on me. But not even that. With all due respect. I don't care if you raise kids. I don't care if you got kids uh-huh. of your own. I don't care if you're just from the outsider's perspective. Looking, I don't care all that. None of that. Yeah. There's no need for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come to your house and see what your kid's doing and be like, oh, maybe this. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe this. Maybe that. Oh, maybe you should be quiet. Yeah. Because I don't know how you want to handle things. I don't know what does. Because like if you just got here and you've been here for 10 minutes and they're cranky. Mm-hmm. And he just ate. Like I ju- he just ate. He just two, came off two seconds right before you got here. He just he came just off. ate, and now you're here. And then you say, "Oh, maybe he's hungry." And then I try feed him again. He's spitting it a Thanks, lot. Thanks, genius. No. What what do you think? Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, it's stressful. It's like, why are you putting that on me when I just fed him? There's no like, there's no need for input mm-hmm. when it's not asked for. Yes. If I want an opinion or I want some advice, uh-huh. I'm gonna ask for it. I don't need unsolicited advice. Yes. I don't need it. It's it's not it's not. It's just more stress. I'm because well, not even that. It's like most of the time when somebody gives some type of unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. to, it it comes off. It it does two things. Like I said, first off, it's not asked for, so it's just it's coming off as like you think you know better than I do, mm-hmm. which, you know, whatever that could be your opinion, but it doesn't matter. And it also comes off like you, you kind of get that vibe and it it's more of just an unintentional instinct that I think happened in your brain is it's like, are, is this person seriously like just questioning if I'm even able to do this? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, and especially because we were first time parents then, like this time I'm, I will just forewarn people <laughs> right now. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. And I don't give a shit if you think I'm going to be a dick or whatever. I know who I am. So I don't care. I'm not doing the, you know, I'm not going to just brush it off and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I did last time. I'm just like, you know, I get it. You know, whatever. And this time around again. I'm going to literally look at people and be like, did I ask? (laughs) No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's be done with it. So I think there's something I'm going to do different. Mm Mm-hmm is and i i don't need to single people out because people know who it is you know who you are (laughs) you know who you are we know everybody knows everybody knows i don't even have that many people in my head (laughs) yeah i'm just saying like the people who are like that know Uh who they are you know what i mean so it's like and we're not having guests again in the hospital that's another thing we're not gonna do yep don't even ask yeah, we're just don't gonna, ask. Just it's, wait until we come home. It's we'll stressful home enough. Day. We're home in a day or two. Like it's. Like th- I feel like that's it's our not time. Needed. That's our time to bond with each other and our next well, baby. And not just that. Like it's stressful. Right? We're tired. I get it. Like, but like, in what other surgery? This is surgery, people. Yeah. In what other surgery? Unless you're a kid. In what other surgery? If I go in for whatever, say I'm a little bit older and I get a knee replacement. You got f- everybody coming to the hospital? No. I get it. There's a new baby in the family. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get it. It's okay. experience for them. But, but like, this is also experience for us. 
and you're gonna see the baby within two days. You could see week. the baby the next day. Yeah, like you could see home. the baby literally, or you could see the baby that day. Yeah, like we don't. Literally, you know, it, like, it just depends. But yeah. like, you could see the baby literally the next day. So like, what's the difference? Yeah, you're gonna see the baby forever. And at least if you're home, it, you know, with when you go to the hospital, it's all right, half hour out, like not even an hour, and it's like okay, you know, see you later. Yeah, you got stuff to do, whatever. Because there's so much going on. Yeah, there's a at lot. least when you're home. Now it's intimate now it's uh-huh. just the baby and, and we you can have and certain them. people like hey this is your time yeah you this can is come your on time over. come over like everybody has Chill their time it's a little bit more you know so not everybody's coming over like yeah, in the hospital it's just yeah and my thing is my issue is is if i tell you something if you know if you you know first off have the respect to ask mm-hmm. for things for certain things you know what i mean but like if I tell you something, whether you agree with it or not, does not matter. Mm-hmm. Respect. Just respect what we're saying. Respect the boundary that I just set. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that hard. Mm-mm. I If you disagree, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can disagree. Yeah. But this is. But this is what my we decision. This is our decision. This is. So. And it's done. not like we're trying to be rude and say only one no. person's coming. No. And that's the thing too is like we're not even pointing favorites and being like, oh, I only want this person coming or this person coming. No, nobody's coming. Yeah, we're waiting. Like you'll you'll see them when you see them. Uh huh. Like it's not that hard. Yeah. (laughs) So like, um, because like we had even like when we were discussing that a little bit, we had even talked about like, oh, but you know, would we want someone to bring Bo? It's like no, it's not needed. If as long as we come home within like a day or two, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, but if, if there's complications, if I'm in the hospital for a week, yeah, if there's then complications, I get it. yeah, if there's complications, then and all I that want kind my baby stuff, there. Like I get that's it. That's like, different. Yes, but if it's if everything goes smooth, yeah, if it's only a day or two, like, and you're out in a in a day, full mm-hmm. day, you're you're there for a full day, and, and you're the home next, the next day, yeah. Like, and that's what they originally do. You're gone for a night. I think that's what they do. Yeah, that's what they try to do. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. they don't want you in there long. They as want long you as gone. everything. As long as everything goes smooth, everything's uh-huh. good, everything looks good, all that stuff. So like, there's no need. There's no. no need. No. But like, that's my issue is. And don't put the stress on the mom that you want to come so bad because that mom's already going through a lot. Even the dad, but the mom's already going through so much with my her body. Is, my thing is, is you feel free. To contact me. Yeah. like Because I know of multiple people that if we say, if you got a question, talk to me. Mm-hmm. They're not even, they're not, they all of a sudden they ain't got no questions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's quiet. Everybody's real quiet. So like that's, that's like, okay, then it's not that important. Yeah. It's not that important. So like if, and that's just my thing is like. It's it's a it's a growing theme that more and more people have where if they disagree with a boundary they think they can just break mm-hmm. it. I say just agree with the parents if that's, that's what they want. Not okay. If you want to disagree, mm-hmm. that's fine, but you still have to respect it. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge lack of respect. Yeah. From a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm not talking just our situation in general. I'm talking oh, in no. the world. I'm, I'm talking, talking about in the everybody. world. Right. I'm talking in the world. There's a I, I've seen it all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's 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 that easy. It's mm-hmm. that simple. You know, there, there's plenty of times where somebody has told me, oh, I don't really want, like they set some sort of boundary up and I may be like, all right, you're being a little crazy. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. you're being a little 
different. Like, a little too much. This is too much. Uh-huh. But that's their boundary. That's, that's my. What they that's want. my opinion. I get, and my, sometimes I may voice my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm, I disagree, but mm-hmm. I'm also going to respect it. Exactly. If that's what you, you got want, to. that's what you want. So I'll respect that. So like, yeah, that's something I'm going to do. There, I'm not dealing with it. Me either. I'm just not. Like, we got enough. We're going to have enough stress. Two kids. <laughs> shitty economy. Yeah, everything. We're going to shit. Robots going to take over. Uh, too mm-hmm. much. Too much. Yeah. So I'm not dealing with it anymore. No. If I say something or I set some sort of boundary or I ask you to respect something and it's it's broken right away, see you later. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. But I have no people. I'm just... I've never had this issue. I will throw people out of my house. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If you're getting disrespectful or you're you're causing issues or you're causing more stress mm-hmm. than just coming for a friendly visit, I'm all for people coming over. Oh, yeah. I love visiting with everybody. I love seeing people. I love, you know, having that, you know, time with everybody. But, like, if you're coming here and you're causing stress, leave. Mm-hmm. And if I ask you, like, hey, you know, Bo's got to go down for his nap. We're going to try and get the baby down for a nap. I kind of need a motherfucking nap. Mm-hmm. You know. And, it, and maybe not say it if it's that scenario. But if I'm like, man, I'm tired. You know, I'm going to try and. We're going to try and settle down relax. here. We're going to try and just relax a little bit. That's your cue. Oh, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good to see everybody. See you later. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, you just ca- catch it on that. And I'm not the best at catching on social cues. But that kind of stuff I'm I'm usually pretty good at. <laughs> If you see, you can kind of see, you see people getting tired, you know, if you're like out at a bonfire or whatever, and you see everybody else, especially if you see the hosts of the party getting tired, they're like, mm, yeah, like, that's when you go, all right, well, looks like I should be yeah. getting out of here, you know, like, yeah, so that's something I will do differently. Is like, I, I know some parents that make family members wait 30 days. Because they say that's the well, most precious moments with, like, the baby. And they say that's they can get the sick fast. Like, they can get sick fast. Well, they can 30. get sick fast so in those first 30 days. So they make family members wait 30 days. Yeah. I'm not going to do all that. I'm not going to do that. Um, but my thing is, too, is, like, here we go again. This is proving how selfish people are. And I'm not necessarily calling you selfish. But in this instance, you're being selfish. When you're saying, oh, I really want to come to the hospital. I really want to do this. Okay. I also just had a kid, mm-hmm. and this is my kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think I want that time yeah. with my wife and my kid mm-hmm. that we just had? Mm-hmm. No, I got to share it with everybody? Yeah, so that's what we want. Like, like I understand there's people, they do want that, their family members. That's what they members. want, right. And that's, and that's okay. But that's, that's fine. But all I'm saying is, is all people think about mm-hmm. is them. Mm-hmm. Oh, why don't I get to come yeah. see them? Why don't I get to be the first one to see them? Uh-huh. Why don't I get to be this? Why don't I get to be that? Why is it you? Mm-hmm. This has noth- This really has nothing to do with anybody but me, you, and a baby, and both, mm-hmm. because Bo's going to, you know. Like, I get it is their family member, but you also have right, to think about us. Right, but it's like, but it's like, and this is my always thing, and this is my viewpoint. Some people might not agree with this. As generations go on, right, you end up having two sets of family. Mm-hmm. This is how I see it. Mm-hmm. You end up having two sets of family. So when they say family comes first, when you're growing up and before you're married and when you're, your family comes first. Mm-hmm. So that's your mom, your siblings, mm-hmm. 
maybe some some extended families, aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, if you're close. Once you're married and you have a kid, I think. But maybe it, it can also count once you're married. Now that's your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't plan on having So that's kids. family A and, fa- and then there's family B. Mm-hmm. So family A comes first now. So for me, my family that comes first is you, Bo, and baby number two. That's my family. Yeah, because a lot of marriages don't last because they put their other family and before then, right. their wife. And so then family B, which is a very close second, mm-hmm. is my mom, my sisters, mm-hmm. some aunts and uncles, and so on. Mm-hmm. And then you get to your friends and all that stuff, yeah. right? But like, I think if I, I, I think in my opinion, that's the way to do it. Oh yeah, me too. Because there is plenty of people you see it all the time where. The family's too crazy. The fa- like the family is, you know, too close. Comes in between them. Uh-huh. Where it's like, why do you always agree with your mom or why do you always uh-huh. agree with your sisters or why can't, you know, and then you're at odds in your relationship because you're allowing everybody to have input mm-hmm. in your relationship. That's the same thing with friends. Friends shouldn't be talking about no the relationship or mm-hmm. whatever. It's fine to talk a little, like a little bit, bit and all that stuff. It's fine to talk about your personal life and but all that stuff with certain people. And if you want to do no. that, that's fine. But there also has to be those boundaries of, okay, but have you communicated to your significant other that you're going to talk about this? Because mm-hmm. there's some things that really shouldn't be out there yes. to your friends, to your family. I don't care who it is. I'm not going to tell like maybe something we've fought about or talked about or mm-hmm. whatever, something we're dealing with. Something we shouldn't be talking to other people. I'm not going to go talk to somebody else about it mm-hmm. unless I come to you first and I say, hey, listen, we're having a hard time figuring this out. I do talk. If I go, t- you know, let's maybe let's go together. Can I go? I, mm-hmm. I need to. I'm going to get a second opinion. Do you mind if I talk about it? You know what I mean? Like that needs to be established. Not just, you know, where you end up gossiping and now all your friends hate them because... all And that's the thing, too, is if all you do when you go to your family or you go to your friends to talk about your significant other and all you do is complain mm-hmm. about the bad things, they think they're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Like, how should I know? Yeah. How am I going to know? Because if I'm not around them that much, mm-hmm. I can't form my own opinion. So all I have to go off of is the information I get from everybody. And if all you're giving me, the person with that person is bad... Mm-hmm then how am I supposed to know if they're a good person? They sound like a shitty person to me. You know, so it's like, now, granted, I usually try and just like, all right, well, you know, I'm not going to judge because I don't know. If I don't Mm -hmm. know somebody and I've interacted with them a handful of times, I'm not going to even form an opinion on them Mm -hmm. because like I can't because I don't know yet. So like that's, yeah, that's something that, that's something I'm just going to do differently. I'm just going to be super strict on our boundaries and... Mm-hmm. you know because i think a lot of times and this is something that i think you deal with a little bit more than me we're we're both empathetic people we both don't like to displease people we both don't like to do that and so like when you set a boundary and you have to enforce it and they get upset you like just you don't even want to do that and especially like certain people like when they get upset it it's mm-hmm. you know it can cause a lot of tension but like, wait, because I'm not trying to upset you. But like, I'm just here's the thing, though. Know. Here's the thing, though. How they react to it is 100 percent on them. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm still trying to get better at. But like, that's something that I've really tried to 
live like live by now mm-hmm. is that like I can't control how you feel about things that I do. And if you're going to let something I've said affect you that much, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, there's certain times, sure, I know I'm an asshole. If I'm an asshole and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have been like that or I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. So is there anything else? No, I think that's a good way to end it. Be just saying that our boundaries are going to be a little. Yeah, so just watch out because you don't know. I might be having a bad day. No. Don't catch me on a bad day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think I'm an overall nice person. I think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think I'm so. joking. <laughs> I'm a great person. I'm a great person. <laughs> I'm the best. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll uh, wrap it up there. Um, appreciate everybody who's who's been listening. I know last episode was a little, uh, little shorter. You know, we didn't get into as much on the Mm-mm. last one. Um, Gonna try and get guests on soon. I'd already talked to my sister and, and brother in law trying to get them on here. Try and find that day soon. Um just keep uh make sure you hit that follow button, share it out, you know, um review, all that same stuff I've always said. It it'll just help help grow it, help throw it in that algorithm, however that all works, um, to get us out there a little bit more. Um but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. All right, everybody have a great night. Bye.